0: everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast This is episode 63 And this is my weekly recap show Where I go through all of the major WWE and AEW shows Give you the recap, give you the review Let you know if it's worth your time to go and watch the whole entire program Or just let you know if there's some really good matches that you should go out of your way to check out so let's get into this review as we always do. We'll start out with Monday Night Raw. They are in Hartford, Connecticut. Kind of their home base a little bit, but starting off with Seth freaking Rollins. He is cutting a promo. He is super psyched up about his open challenge match that he's going to have. So sounds like he's going to do the open challenge thing. It's very similar to what he did when he had the Intercontinental Championship. He would come out, open challenge, defend the title, and, I mean, it's really awesome. It shows off how much of a workhorse he is, and he had lots of really good matches. I just get nervous when I don't want him defending it every single week, because eventually you're going to run out of opponents. And though it makes Seth look really good, eventually when you start walking through every single opponent, you'll run out, and then you got to start rehashing it. It kind of makes the roster look weak overall, so I'm down with maybe... Once a month, you do one on Raw or wherever he's going to be, and then you can have your pay-per-view one as well. I just don't want them to do it every single week. I don't think they did that with the Intercontinental, but he was definitely defending that thing a lot. A little bit too much, but again, during that time, the Intercontinental Championship stock was about bottomed out. It was really in a bad place, and Seth Rollins kind of brought it back from the dead. So, going on with that, we got Damian and Finn Balor. They come out to interrupt everything. Finn Balor is chirping Seth Rollins hard. Damian says that he can win without the help of the Judgment Day. That's 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 a bold strategy, Cotton. Uh, pretty solid opening segment right here. Uh, Finn Balor was busting me up, man. It's It's been a long, like, peaks and valley relationship with me and Finn Balor. I started out loving the guy, and then I just couldn't stand him. And now he's won me back over. I Good job, Finn Balor. Thumbs up. We move on. It is a Money in the Bank qualifier match. You got Becky Lynch versus Sonya Deville with Chelsea Green. So Trish Stratus and Zoe Stark come out to watch. This distracts Lynch. Uh, She almost gets caught in a roll-up by Sonya. That was a really close call. I honestly thought Sonya was going to steal it right here. Becky dealing with lots of interference throughout this match. She does get through it. She hits a manhandle slam. Pins and she will be in the money in the bank. Pretty cool. Solid match. Some good near falls there. Like I said, I really actually thought Sonya might steal this one. And Chelsea providing lots of shenanigans out there, but not too many of that ruined it necessarily, but it didn't didn't do a lot for me. Crowd wanted the referee to toss Chelsea out of the match super badly, but yeah, I agree with them. We move on, it is Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens getting interviewed. Sami is glad the Usos finally did the thing, they turned on Roman, and they finally realized that they've been... Getting treated really badly by him for a while now. And then Imperium decide, hey, we're going to butt our ways in there. Kevin Owens loses loses it yet again on them going on about, you guys just can't show up. No one said your name. And oh my God, it's so freaking good. Thumbs up, Kevin. Gunther shows up now. He tells Kevin to control his temper. Kevin absolutely blown away by that sentence. And he's like, we're fighting right now. So... That is some fantastic stuff Again, Kevin Owens on fire right now We go on to the match Kevin Owens with Sammy Sammy Zayn There's a lot of Sammys in wrestling these days Versus Gunther with Imperium Kevin eats a lovely boot to the face I mean, whew, that looked uh, nice and tight Owens gets sent flying off of the Waterboy dropkick They're calling it the T-Rex dropkick No, it's Waterboy If you haven't watched the Waterboy starring Adam Sandler I mean, do yourself a favor, go watch it I grew up on that movie, I used to rent it all the freaking time So every time I see that dropkick, I laugh So Imperium start attacking Sami Zayn on the outside Kevin comes to help, gives Kaiser a stunner And then Gunther rolls up Kevin for the W This is a really stiff match, really like that Uh, Classic Gunther chops and Kevin Owens slapping bitches on the outside Pretty funny stuff Close near falls and really good back and forth fight overall Good shit, 7.5 out of 10 We got Matt Riddle trash-talking about Imperium, Kaiser, and Giovanni overhear him. They ain't having any of that shit. A fight starts out. But Riddle manages to take them both out. So they're trying to push Riddle, being a little bit more, I don't know, aggressive right now, less funny. But this is kind of the first week that they're trying that out. It was very short, but okay. I see you, Matt Riddle. We got a women's tag. uh, The women's tag champs, Ronda and Shayna Baszler, they get challenged by Carter and Chance. Uh, They were... On NXT, now they're on the main roster Ronda calls them Munchkins And she accepts the match I really like that word, Munchkin I had two hamsters, both of their names were Munchkin We move on to the match Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Chance and Kata The newcomers off to a really hot start They hit a couple of really nice dives onto the champions Carter kicks Baszler clean in the face And and then a nice little pile driver to boot I mean, yeah, that was good, thumbs up Chance and Carter hit the combo 450 splash, neckbreaker on Ronda, but Shayna in there for the save. Shayna hits a Saido suplex, locks in the Carafuda clutch, and Carter forced the tap out. I mean, damn right, y'all. That was a hell of a debut for Chance and Carter. Very fast-paced, hitting good tag team offense all throughout, getting a couple of really close falls on the champions. I mean, yeah, I was really into their performance. And the champs, they were pretty good in there themselves. They were stiff. Really strong performance from the champions. They made the newcomers look good. I mean, Ronda and Shayna, they're both selling quite well. Yeah, man, this was a surprisingly very good match. Seven and a half. Out of ten. We move on. It is Ricochet and Bronson Reed. They talk shit to each other backstage. Shinsuke steps in, tells Ricochet good luck with his match, so... They got the three, I think all three of these guys are in the Money in the Bank right now. So they're trying to build up a little bit of heat and hatred here. Interesting. So we got Ricochet going up against Shinsuke now. Bronson runs down, attacks Ricochet and Shinsuke. The match is disqualified. I mean, I'm disappointed because, you know, it could have been a really good match right here. But it was fine, kind of standard stuff going on before the DQ takes place. And like I said, they're adding some heat to the Money in the Bank. I like this. We got Alpha Academy. They're talking strategy backstage. Chad thinks that the golden-brained Otis should do all of the all of the planning here. And, dude, I don't know what exactly Otis said, but it was freaking hilarious. He goes, oh, yeah, you know that. Oh, Otis, you're such a little treasure. And, I mean, goddamn, Chad Gable. Thumbs up. Good stuff right here. We move on. It is Miz TV time with special guest Cody Rhodes. Miz calls Cody's decision-making stupid Cody discusses Miz's tiny balls. They do that thing. The Miz brings out surprise guest Dom Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. Let the boo-fest begin. And I am not kidding the crowd. Oh my god, dude. They just love to boo Dom Mysterio. This is awesome. Thumbs up. Dom Dom calls Cody a deadbeat father. Cody makes fun of Dom's time in prison. Dom bitch slaps Cody and then hides behind Rhea Ripley like a chicken. Cody smashes The Miz because he can't get his hands on Dom so he just beats the crap out of the Miz and this is a good segment man Miz may be right about Dom being the hottest star in the company right now the dude is getting the biggest response week after week from the crowd like they I it's pretty amazing I'm not going to lie I mean it's like Seth Rollins Dom Mysterio Rey Mysterio LWO like that's like the hottest shit going on right now it's it's pretty interesting thumbs up Another Money in the Bank qualifier match. We got Natalia going up against Zoe Stocks. Wonder who's going to win this one. Trish Stratus is also out there with Zoe. Natalia tweaks her knee. Trish whacks Natalia's knee. Zoe hits a not very good looking Z360 for the quick W. Uh, Zoe qualifies for Money in the Bank. This match kind of sucked. We got Paul Heyman. He announces the Usos will acknowledge Roman and whatnot and all that good stuff on Friday. A pretty good Heyman promo right here. Another match, we got Indusure with Nobody Can Hinder the gender versus my boy Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Nice to see those guys back. Uh, we got Indusure, they jump poor Shelton Benjamin, goddammit, before the bell. And they attack Cedric Alexander, obliterating him. The match is cancelled because nobody can fight, so that that's kind of lame. Um, yeah, man, I mean, they're slowly working their way up to a, a bit more established teams is Indusure. Hopefully at some point they can have a real match against Shelton and Cedric because this one was, you know, obviously cancelled because of all the shenanigans. But maybe next week they'll have a real match and that will be something to talk about. We go on. It is the main event now. World Heavyweight Championship match. Seth Rollins defending against Damian Priest. Damian catches Seth on the outside, slams Seth face first into the announce table. How you doing? Seth spins through a lariat, nails a pedigree. Damian kicks out of that. That was impressive seth hits a barricade bomb really rough landing there for damian that looked very painful and scary stop doing that damn bomb that buckle bomb bro it's so just unnecessary finn balor interferes with seth seth deals with it damian hits a choke slam we got a really close near fall right there Damien sees Finn Balor on the outside, and he's not very happy about it. He told him not to come out, and there he is. Seth hits a stomp, pins, and retains his championship. It was a long match, uh, honestly a little bit too long. On Monday Night Raw, there was like, what, three commercial breaks in this match, so yeah, I I wasn't super, it could have been a lot better without all those commercial breaks. Really slow start, built up to a pretty strong finish, not the best, Some good close calls. The crowd was fairly into it. it. And yeah, Finn Balor coming out and doing the shenanigans. Yet again, another match where they say there's going to be no shenanigans. There's always going to be shenanigans every single time. 7 out of 10 finn and seth baller seth baller no finn baller and seth rollins have a stare down to finish off the show uh overall pretty good show i mean good matches pleasantly surprised with that women's tag team match that was like really fucking good actually and then seth often and, off and running as the workhorse champion doing that thing again like i said i just hope he doesn't overwork himself you know what i'm saying And of course, Kevin Owens continues to be my MVP on on the show. No offense to Sammy, but Kevin has just been dominating right now. Good show. Seven out of ten. All right. NXT 2.0. What do you got for us this week? We got Baron Corbin cutting a promo, calling out the locker room, calling everybody back there all soft and they're weak and all that crap. Corbin wants to go after the NXT champion Carmelo Hayes, and then my boy, my guy, Ilya Dragunov has heard enough. He comes out, challenges Baron Corbin, and then Trick Williams decides he's going to come out. He jumps Baron Corbin out of nowhere. They get separated, and yeah, it was a pretty okay promo for from Corbin. I mean, I'm super down to see Dragunov destroy him. I'm I'm down to see Dragunov fight anybody, but I'll take I'll take Baron Corbin. Solid opening segment. Later on in the show, though, uh, Braun Breaker attacks Dragonov. I don't really know what that was all about. I hope he's... They're playing it off that he's hurt, so I don't know if they're going to take him off TV for a little bit. He may have honestly gotten injured during that last man standing match. I'm not sure, but I'm hoping he's okay, because that guy is the best. We got a six-man tag team match now. It is the Dyad and Ava Rain versus the Creed Bros and Ivy Nile. Creed's do that handoff suplex thing showing off the ridiculous strength looked much better this week like last week honestly was more impressive because of it just seemed they were struggling with it but they still managed to get it down this week much more clean much more safe looking so well done thumbs up for that ivy suplexes brutus onto the dyad and then julius flips nile up and slams her onto the dyad that was some awesome trio offense right there thumbs up Julius gets the hot tag, he goes on a suplex fest, and and a big old moonsault dive, I mean, dude, this guy's got one of the best hot tags going right now, thumbs up, Ivy locks in a sleeper on Ava, the dyad break it up, referee is distracted, Ava smacks Ivy in the face with a mask, I don't know why that hurts her so bad, but it did, enough so that Ava pins and the schism wins, so... I'm not gonna lie, this is another banger from these teams, man. I mean, Dyad and the Creeds. Oh my God, match made in heaven. I love these guys going at it. Creeds hitting really cool tag team moves all together, featuring Nile. And I would have liked to see a little bit more here out of uh, out of Ava Rain. She I haven't seen her in the ring for what like a few months now, and I was hoping. Uh maybe we get a little bit more out of her, but no, she's still probably still too green and yeah, I don't know. She's not really doing much for me, but it's still a pretty damn good match. Seven and a half at that. We move on. It is Tony D and Stacks. they're chatting in prison. You know how they have the the glass and then the two the two phones and they talk. They were doing that stuff, okay? So, um, they are certain that Gallus is behind putting Tony D in prison, and this was an overall very entertaining segment for me. They're doing the Italian stuff, the O's, the A's, and I love that, so thumbs up. We got Von Wagner, oh god, not again. Von Wagner trying to do something this week with Mr. Stone. They're trying out therapy, okay, so... Wagner keeps scaring off all the therapists Until they find this bombshell She comes out hot as fuck Von Wagner's like yum yum gonna get me some It was a pretty entertaining segment I mean I can't get over how bad Von Wagner is at just acting or anything He's just terrible in that situation But it's almost starting to become so bad it's good So I don't know he's teetering on the edge of just bad Or so bad it's good I don't know I haven't really decided yet But uh, I don't know now we move on. Is Blair Davenport versus Danny Palmer? Blair hits the Falcon Arrow for a very dominating victory. Uh, it was an alright returning match for Davenport. She was looking really tough, but, you know, didn't get to see a whole lot of her. feel bad for Danny Palmer. I think she could be something at some point, but she just hasn't had much of an opportunity yet. Dana Brooke arrives at NXT. Ho oh, duh. Tiffany Stratton, she gets interviewed about who will win the Battle Royale. She doesn't really care, but she thinks that Valkyria has a shot. Oh, boy. So, Dana Brooke, they have tried to push her, what, three or four times now? Uh, She hooked up with Reggie. They were teaming and shit. Ah, I don't like Dana Brooke. I'm sorry. We move on. Baron Corbin versus Trick Williams. Trick thinks... Sorry, Trick bonks his knee on the table. Corbin goes right after that injured knee now throughout the whole entire match. Trick fights back, goes for a spin kick, but his knee gives out. Corbin hits end of days, pins and wins. So that end of day, still getting protected as hell. I don't think anyone's ever kicked out of that move, so that's pretty key. An alright match overall. I mean, nice performance from Trick. Corbin was fine. I mean, you know, one of his worst-looking deep sixes, though. Like, I love that move, and I love his version of it specifically because he spins them so fast. That The, the one that he did on this show was slow and just... No, Baron, come on now. Alright, we got Nathan Frazier doing his hard-hitting home truth. That's actually what that... Show he is doing is called uh, Maybe think of a better name, I don't know But he's got a special guest hosting With him this week, it's Dragon Lee And he does like this cute little smile And point, I don't know, I loved it uh, They do uh, top 5 names for Noam Dar's new group And topping the list of names is Noam's Rent-A-Friends um, yeah, it's uh, Okay, fine Whatever, it was okay Solid segment, like I said, really like Dragon Lee In this, so I hope he sticks around on the segment with Nathan overall I mean the segment is okay I just don't know how necessary it is you know I don't know moving on we got Mustafa Ali getting interviewed he is greeted by Wesley going absolutely fangirl on him he's like oh my god I love you so much Mustafa Ali is having a match now against Joe Gacy Ali hits a 450 splash for the W, I mean, Ali's selling his soul for Gacy in this match. It was a fine match, not not too crazy. Really, really short, though. Not not a whole lot going on. Like, Gacy barely got anything in. And, yeah, it was a little bit disappointed because Gacy's actually been quite on a roll lately, especially in the ring. Ali gets attacked by the Dyad, Wesley and Tyler Bate out for the save. Later in the show, Mustafa convinces Wesley he needs to have a one-on-one match against Tyler Bate for the championship and he's he's down with it so okay interesting that Mustafa didn't get his way into that match maybe next week but um yeah I would love to see that Wesley versus Tyler Bate one-on-one for the championship uh-huh thank you very much moving on Briggs and Jensen they're talking with Blade and Onofi backstage seeing who knows their partners better they're asking each other questions fairly funny Hank and Tank invite them all out for beers Blade and Anofi are hesitant Gala shows up talking trash And yeah, it was a fairly Fairly entertaining segment You know, it's nice to see Blade and Anofi again You don't get to see them very often And I mean, yeah, just A lot of good tag teams right now in NXT I like all these teams We got Noam Dar and friends calling themselves The Metaphor So that's what they're gonna go with Pretty clever, not bad We got Damon Kemp versus Eddie Thorpe Oh boy, stay awake for this one Kemp with a nice backbreaker Eddie lands on his head Thorpe hits a German suplex. Pins and wins. Wow. Damon had his foot on the ropes, though. During that pin, the referee misses it, so they're arguing about it. Probably going to lead into them having a match again next week. It was okay. Fine match. We got Daba Kato going up against Scripps, or Reggie. Uh, Kato takes Reggie's head off with a big old boot to the head. Axiom appears distracting Daba Kato. Reggie front flips into Kato. It doesn't do a damn thing to him, so Reggie just... Rolls up the big man and a massive upset victory. Scripps winning this match. I can't believe it. A decent match. Uh, Kato goes absolutely crazy and destroys Axiom and Reggie after the match. So don't don't beat him like that. We got Joe Gacy. He is flipping out backstage because he's a loser. But the dyad and Ava back say they still have his back. So they're uh, all right. It is main event time. The NXT Women's Championship number one contenders battle royale let's do this shit mensa catches jackson saving her so that was a pretty pretty good spot then you got leon or leon or whatever the hell her name is and Ferois. they eliminate lash legend and then the metaphor they get really upset and they attack them davenport arrives perez attacks her paxley eliminates herself to save davenport from the attack i mean okay Final four comes down to Cora Jade, Dana Brooke. I mean, I'm fine with that. I mean, Kiana, James, and Fallon Henley. Fallon eliminates her enemy, Kiana, sending her flying over the top rope. The crowd is booing Dana Brooke. I just thought that was uh, pretty funny. Thea Hale pops out. She was actually never eliminated in this match, so she's back into it. Cora hits a stiff knee to Dana's face. Goes for another one, but Dana catches her. Thea assists both of them over the top rope. And Thea Hale, baby, picks up the massive W. She is the new number one contenders for the Women's Championship. Oh my goodness. Uh, Damn. My boo, my baby, Cora. She got duped yet again. I thought maybe she was going to win. But, I mean, next, next best option for me, I think, is Thea Hale. I'm a huge fan of her. And that is awesome, man. What a huge victory for her. And uh, they have the big Chase you celebration in the ring with Thea. That was awesome. Thumbs up for that. And it was a good royale, man. Strong performances from, you got a, quite a few performances here. You got a good, I liked last lash legend in there that Leon and Feroes, the team, I want them to be more prevalent in the tag team division for the women. Hopefully this helps them out. They had a pretty good showing out there. Valkyria was good. And the good, and I really enjoyed the final four slash five women because technically Thea Hale was in there as well. Seven out of ten. And then to finish off the show, he got Braun Breaker challenging Seth Rollins to a World Heavyweight Championship match. So there's a decent possibility we might be seeing Seth Rollins come down to NXT or Braun Breaker go up to wherever to have that match. I can't see Seth Rollins saying no. He never says no to a challenge. So interesting, very interesting indeed. And that's the end of the show, solid NXT, hoping we get to see Seth Rollins, that would be awesome, and I am super amped for Thea Hale, man, I've been pushing for her for the last little while now, I think she has just been fantastic, and good work gets rewarded here, so she gets that big victory, I don't think she's going to get the victory, but Just getting her name thrown into that championship contention, it's going to do a lot for her. So I'm really excited for the future of Thea Hale. I'm hoping she becomes a champion at some point here soon. We move on. It is Dynamite time. AEW, they are in Colorado starting off with the International International Championship match. It is Orange Cassidy defending against Swerve Strickland with the Mogul Embassy. Swerve F.U.'s Orange onto the apron. They do like 15 fucking replays on it. I mean, it was a fine move, but it wasn't like that worthy of that many replays. Like, my God. Cassidy responds with a Tornado DDT off of the apron to the floor. Good Lord. Nana distracts Cassidy, but it backfires. Swerve hits Nana with an Orange Punch. Then an Orange Punch on Swerve and a Beach Break, but Swerve able to kick out of that. I was honestly quite surprised by that kick out. Cassidy kicks out of a stomp from Swerve, so everyone's just kicking out of finishers right now. They start trading roll-up counters. Eventually, Cassidy grabs the tights, pins, and wins. Oh, man. I mean, that was a banger of a finish, those cl- couple of close calls there for Cassidy and Swerve. Swerve almost had it there, man. I honestly thought Swerve might actually beat Orange at this point, but nope, super-duper close. Good match, 7 at 10. Embassy attacks Orange after the bell. The lights go out and it's... It's Sting! It's Sting. Uh, And Darby appears for the save. Very nice. We got Brian Danielson. He joins commentary. He announces that he is going to be fighting Okada at Forbidden Door. So... I creamed all over the place when I heard this I'm going to Forbidden Door I will be there And Danielson versus Okada Uh Uh-huh Thank you very much Fucking amp for that one We got a trios tag team match now As Best Friends and Rocky Ramiro Versus the Blackpool Combat Club Best Friends jumped the BCC before the bell Giving them a slight advantage Best Friends hit a sweet stomp driver combo Moxley needs to be saved on that one That was cool trent moonsaults to the outside right into a gnarly european uppercut that was well done thumbs up moxley locks in the chokehold on romero and he taps out bcc pick up another victory yuda won't stop with the brutal elbows to poor chuck taylor i mean oh my god he must have gave him like 30 of those things to the side of the head i was laughing but like jesus christ Yuta, relax would you Classic stiff performance from the BCC. And I like Romero, man. I don't get to see a lot of that guy. I was enjoying him out there. Uh, good teamwork with uh, the best friends as well. Seven and a half out of ten. Really good opener. And then they have another announcement for Forbidden Door. This one has me even more sopping wet than the previous announcement. This one is Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? That is, That might be my biggest dream match. Ever right there. I love Will Ospreay, Kenny Omega, love him. you generally gets compared to Kenny Omega. This is going to be amazing. I can't wait. We got MJF. It is time for him to cut a promo on Colorado and he goes to town on them. Fucking hilarious. Thumbs up for all that. Adam Cole makes his way to the ring. MJF talks about growing up a fan of Adam Cole's career before he became... Uh, Sorry, before he came to AEW, he even talks about uh, his time in WWE, that was cool, and then Max gets personal, he even brings up uh, Vinnie Mac not believing in him, now I don't know if that's true, I mean, uh, how can you not believe in Adam Cole, but okay, very interesting, And now it is Bebe's turn. He goes right for MJF's fiance, leaving him. That's some good shit. MJF gets all pissed off. Cole giggles and then bounces. This was a awesome back and forth promo battle. I mean, MJF always good for a bunch of laughs. And Adam Cole, I mean, not rusty, but it's it's hard to top MJF. But a very, very well done segment. Double thumbs up. Matt Hardy forces new employee, Ethan Page, to apologize to Brother Zane as he goes, Uh, okay, we got a Texas Tornado tag, hell yeah! Uh, it's, it's Hook and Jungle Boy, Jungle Hook, versus Tristan Vance and Listico. Shit gets wild right away because it's Texas Tornado, uh, which means no tags, no rules, let's go. Okay, so they're brawling all over the place. Chains and extension cords getting used right away. They're going crazy. Jungle Boy takes a gnarly stomp onto the apron. How you doing? Hook punches Vance with a chain. He is an absolute bloody mess, man. Oh, I cut him open bad. Drillistico makes his... uh, Sorry, Drillistico's mask gets torn, and you can just see his face straight up, and no one seems to care. Not a single word was said about that. That's like a big deal, man, to, to... have your face re- revealed when you wear a mask. I-, I saw your face. He was pretty, pretty good-looking man. Anyway, uh, Jungle Boy blasts Vance with a chair, then Hook T-bones him through a table. That was dope. Thumbs up for that. Jose tries to save Dralistico. Rips off his shirt. Surprisingly ripped body. Very good, Jose. We got a snare trap on Drillistico. He taps out immediately. Jungle hook win. In a wild tornado tag. I mean, without a doubt, the most underused match type in the history of wrestling is the tornado tag. Tornado, Texas tag, whatever. Fucking awesome. Uh, crazy brawl from start to finish. Big bumps. Using weapons. You got blood. It's all there. 8 at 10. Now we got Tony Khan with yet another announcement for Collision. He announces there will be a six-man tag, Bullet Club, and Samoa Joe, okay, versus FTR and CM Punk. Okay, so now we know what CM Punk is going to be doing. He's going to be fighting, so very, very interesting. A six-man tag, I mean, it doesn't scream, like, banger to me, but it's interesting, I'll give it that. We got Takeshka with Don Callis versus... Damon Ace. I don't know who he is. Uh, Takeshka absolutely destroys Ace while a video of Callus betraying Omega plays on the screen in the background. Squash match, not much to say about it. Then Dawn grabs a microphone, takes all the credit for Kenny's success yet again. The crowd boos the bejesus out of him. And a well-done heat magnet segment. That's kind of hard to say. Heat magnet segment. Whatever. Crowd was booing a lot. Christian and Luchasaurus got Arn Anderson a Father's Day present by kicking his son's ass Not nice, Christian And I must say that Arn Anderson's son looks just like Arn Anderson They could have said that was Arn Anderson and I would have bought it, for sure We move on The TBS Championship is on the line Chris, Strat- Stat- Stat- Strat- Chris Statlander defending against Anna J with Matt Menard Anna hits a Widowmaker. That's not enough to put away the champion. I just love a Widowmaker. That's such a cool move. Menard distracts Chris. Anna locks in the Queen Slayer. Chris fights out of it, hits a spinning tombstone, pins, and retains the TBS championship. It's a pretty solid competitive match. I mean, you got Menard out there as well. I just love hearing that guy freaking out and stuff. Not bad. Now it is main event time. Ricky Starks versus, you guessed it, Jay White. Uh, they start fighting all around the outside, up the ramp. Lay, uh, White laying into Ricky Starks with heavy chops. I mean, I love that. I have to give it to Jay White, man. Great chops. Ricky hits a massive spear. Rochambeau, but he accidentally hits the referee with White's foot, knocking him the fuck out. The guns show up. We They hit a 310 the Yuma on Starks. White hits the Blade Runner for the W. And yet another match with banned interference With interference Who didn't see that coming I mean, yeah Uh, Other than that though I mean, it was a really solid fight With some stiff striking I mean, again You got Ricky Starks going up against Juice and or Jay White This is what, five weeks in a row And I mean, every match is fine But they're just not hitting Like another level or anything It's just been kind of standard stuff Again and again They get the main, main event spot here It gets fucked up by shenanigans yet again So I'm not into this Overall, it was a good show this week. Some dream matches for myself personally added to Forbidden Door, which I am very, very creamy about. I cannot wait. MJF versus Adam Cole, baby. That should be an amazing segment. Uh, Storyline rivalry. You got In the Ring. I, I don't know if it's going to be incredible. I think it's going to be really good. But what what the treat is going to be is the, is the shit talking between these two. It should be very... Very entertaining going forward. Oh, and more Tornado tags, please, for the love of God. Please use the more. 7.5 at 10. Really good Dynamite. We move on to Rampage. They are starting off with a six-man tag team match. you got Ethan Page, Big Bill, Lee Moriarty versus the Lucha Bros, and Bandito. Lucha Bros doing their thing until Big Bill gets in there, and he starts... Kind of just shuts all the high-flying stuff down, so, I mean, not not awesome. Ethan about to put away Bandito. Out comes Matt Hardy. He's demanding Ethan wear his Jeff Hardy sleeves properly. He's got him rolled down, and then he makes him wear them properly. Pretty funny, but the distraction gives Bandito the chance to roll up Ethan Page for the W. Solid opening match. I mean, uh, Big Bill going in like it was all good at, at the beginning. And then Big Bill comes in and he just kind of shuts everything down, starts dominating the match. Eh. I mean, it was fine. It's effective for Big Bill. It just wasn't the most amazing lucha match I've ever seen. It was fine. Now we have pup pu-, pu-, pu- powerhouse hobbs with QTTV versus Caleb Crush, just a kind of a hometown guy here. So Hobbs absolutely destroys Caleb very quickly. Nails a spine buster for the quick W. Squash match. I mean, not much to say here. uh, Other than it's nice to see a couple like hometown indie wrestlers, you know, getting some airtime. I mean, that's kind of cool, I guess. Arn Anderson backstage. He is pissed off about his son getting attacked. Revenge incoming against Luchasaurus and Christian. But first, Wardlow must make Jake Haggard pay again next week. So, all right. We got a trios match, it is the acclaimed and Daddy Ass versus Serpentico, Luther, and Angelico. Bones is like teasing Angelico with the uh with the scissor, but he won't let him do it. He keeps faking him out. Not very nice. And then Daddy Ass decides he's going to get in on the teasing. He starts to tease Serpentico. Pretty funny stuff. Acclaimed hit the unique torture rack dropkick combo. I kinda like that move. Hit the mic drop, pin, and win. Entertaining match. Very funny. Overall, it was was fine overall. The wrestling was kind of on the back burner, but that's how it goes with the acclaim. Still good. We got Jeff Jarrett and Posse interviewed by Renee. Karen Jarrett calls out Aubrey Edwards. She wants to settle it right here, right now. So Aubrey and Briscoe come out. Aubrey lays down the law. I am loving this. Thumbs up for that briscoe informs us they won't sanction a 1v1 karen versus aubrey but they're fine with a mixed tag team match so that's incoming uh in a little bit i guess uh next week maybe uh, that would be pretty cute it's not happening tonight though which is lame but fucking aubrey hell yeah is she gonna become like a wrestler now like is, is she moving off of the re- of the refereeing thing i mean i love her as a referee but uh, i don't know i'm interested to see where this goes with her it is time for the main event. Now we have a four-way number one contenders match for the AEW Women's Championship. So the winner here will go on to face Tony Storm. We got Nyla Rose versus Britt Baker versus Marce- Merce- Mercedes Martinez. Holy crap, that was a struggle. She hasn't been here in a while, so you know I haven't had to say her name in a minute. And Sky Blue. So we got Shafir. She interferes. Sheeta runs out, cracks her with a kendo stick, and chases her off. So, yet again, all that, the people that come out to be on the outside, they're literally chased away in the first 15 seconds of this match. So, what's the point of bringing out all the extra cooks in the kitchen? I just don't understand it. Now the match is going on. We got Nyla. She gets pushed off of the top rope by Britt, and she takes a gnarly landing onto the apron. I mean, she's a big girl, and that, that did not look like it felt good. We got Mercedes hitting Britt on the outside, or she's fighting with her on the outside. We got Sky Blue hits a code red on Nyla in the inside, pins and wins. Holy shit! Uh, the last person I thought was going to win this match. Nothing against Sky Blue; she's pretty good, but I, you know, I was not expecting her to pick up the win. That is a massive win for Sky Blue, probably the biggest in her career so far in AEW. Britt on the outside is absolutely stunned. I mean, pretty pretty funny face right there. Uh, the match was d- pretty good. I mean, physical fight. Nyla, I think, was my MVP in this one. She was bumping hard. She was selling. She was, yeah, really good performance right there. Hard-hitting match. Good match. Yeah, seven at ten. And that's the end of Rampage. I mean, like I said, pretty cool to see Sky Blue getting an opportunity. It took me a minute to figure out that that was Sky Blue in there, but yeah, pretty cool to see her getting a shot. And Aubrey, What the heck is going to go on with Aubrey? I'm pretty excited to see what's going to happen with her. As long as Karen Jarrett takes a guitar shot to the head, uh, I will be happy. Rampage, decent overall, 5.5 out of 10. We'll finish it off. We'll go to SmackDown. They are in Iowa. That's okay. So we got some more sad news. We got another Hall of Famer going down this week. And we got a rest in peace to the Iron Sheik. So that one's sad. Uh, He's an absolute legend, icon, kind of an internet meme god you know what I'm saying there's a lot of funny stuff that Iron Sheik has done and said I've been meaning to watch the biography on him so I have that lined up on the docket maybe I'll get to watch that tonight and get a more in-depth look at his career because I mean Iron Sheik was way before my time obviously so I don't know uh much about what he did in his career I believe he's the one that beat Hulk Hogan but he was a big major heel in the 80s and yeah rest in peace man that is some really sad news we move on to SmackDown. It is Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa in the ring. Before they can even get any words out, Jay Uso comes out. Paul Heyman goes to work trying to persuade Jay. It's all Jimmy's fault and all that good stuff. Heyman wants to groom Jimmy or J for greatness, so he offers him up a United States Championship shot. Somehow he got that against Theory later on. Jimmy says, "Yeah, I'll take the title shot, but um, no promises." About coming back to the bloodline, so interesting decision there, so Jimmy will take the title shot, refuses to shake Heyman's hand, pretty solid opening, I mean, another good performance from Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa, it wasn't like the most exciting opening segment or whatever, but it was well done, it was effective, moving the storyline along. We got a Money in the Bank qualifier match. It is Santos Escobar with Rey Mysterio versus Mustafa Ali, who is a very, very busy boy this week on NXT and SmackDown this week. LA Knight joins commentary. Escobar hits a Rana off of the stairs. Pretty nice. Ali hits the floor pretty hard. Ouch. Both men fighting on the ropes. Ali backflips off of it. He almost takes out a cameraman, which makes me think that maybe he lost his balance and he just fucking decided, I'm going to do a backflip, land it, almost take out a cameraman. Interesting situation. Santo then dives into a nasty dropkick on the outside. That was pretty dope. Thumbs up. Santos hits a phantom driver off the top rope, pins and qualifies for money in the bank. That was an awesome match, man. That was some good shit. Lots of high-flying offense. Ali, as usual, selling his soul out there. I mean, yeah, crowd was digging it. This is a great match. 8 at ten. And we got Sami Zayn. He meets up with Jay Uso backstage. They have a one-on-one discussion. Well, I mean, Sami talks. Jay doesn't say anything. But Sami just, again, running down, you know, how Roman's treated him bad and all that stuff. Trying to get into his head one more time. We move on. It is the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. They get welcomed by WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Ronda wants their titles, so they agreed to a unification match, and then they start beating the crap out of each other. Uh, I mean, yeah, decent way for them to get out of their ridiculous draft decisions by bringing up a lot of the NXT Champions. So they'll unify them. Imagine Ronda and and Baszler will win, and then I guess I don't know, man. Like this just kind of seems like they're rebranding all the championships to bring in more money for selling all these new championships. But um, yeah, maybe they'll. I, I'm guessing they'll have. Uh, I don't know if they're going to make new NXT tag team championships. I kind of like to look at them, but uh, they're going to have to bring or bring in a new set of titles for NXT and probably have a tournament down there for them. All in all, it's just. You know, I knew this was coming once they made these decisions and it's just like, why? Why do we have to do this? But okay, we got an incoming unification match. A lot of those going around right now. So uh, pretty, pretty decent, I guess. We got another Money in the Bank qualifier match. It is Bailey with Io Sky versus Mia Yim with AJ Styles on commentary. Bailey pulls Mia's hair while the referee isn't looking. Rose Plant pins and wins qualifying for Money in the Bank. I mean feel pretty bad right here for Mia Yim I think she's a really good talent that they're not utilizing whatsoever I think Mia Yim should be like a slam dunk really easy to market She has a great look She's good in the ring I mean I don't know what they're doing with Mia Yim But she basically gets squashed here And yeah not that good of a match Karrion Cross and Scarlett jump AJ Styles after the match So oh boy we're gonna have Karrion Cross and Scarlett Probably going up against AJ Styles and Mia Yim I mean it's something so I guess we'll take it Bianca chats with Adam Pearce backstage. She wants a rematch with Oscar. He's down with that, he says. Then Oscar is presented with a new women's championship because uh, it's a very similar situation. We got Oscar wearing Raw's championship on SmackDown, so they got to give her a new championship. It's the same as Roman's, but it has the white strap on it. I mean, uh the crowd and and myself are honestly a little bit underwhelmed. It's it's fine. It's whatever. And then it happens yet again. Here we go. Here she comes. It's Charlotte Flair skipping the line, going over all the roster as expect as expected. Charlotte demands a title shot. Oscar accepts spits the mist at Charlotte, but it misses and this is just garbage. I mean Charlotte Flair, the she only she this is the only time she'll come out. She'll go dormant for weeks, pop out for a title shot with no build. just I'm here. I want it. Give it to me. She always gets it. And I'm begging that Asuka puts her down because fuck Charlotte. I'm so sick of her. Boo. Thumbs down, Charlotte. You suck. Paul Heyman sweetens the pot a little bit here for Jay, offering a big old celebration for him. He's going to get some acknowledgement, even from Roman Reigns and all that great stuff. Jay says if he's in the bloodline, then Paul Heyman is out of the bloodline. Oh, shit, bro. So a big old ultimatum right there. That's gonna be a tough sell, man. I mean, no, Paul Heyman is is what makes the engine roar. Like, come on now, Paul Heyman gets everything done. So, I don't know how that one's going to go down. Uh, Jay definitely playing a, a trump card right here. Very interesting. Now we got Adam pierce bragging about booking Charlotte Flair for another title match, and in comes Bianca Belair with a death stare on her face. Messages received right here from Adam Pierce. He fucked up. Bianca's pissed. Everyone should be pissed. So maybe we're going to have a triple threat match. Regardless, I, I feel for... I'm, I got the same feeling as Bianca, man. Like, what the hell? Like, why does Charlotte always get to do this? She never has to do anything. She just gets title matches all the time. But this was pretty funny. Thumbs up. Another Qu- Money in the Bank qualifier match. We got Butch with uh, nobody, I guess. I think it's just Butch versus Baron Corbin. Carmelo and Trick Williams decide they're going to come out and watch the match. Corbin starts talking trash before the match. <laughs> he starts call- He calls out Butch, calls out Mello, and that goes really well for him. So Butch all fired up now. He goes animal on Corbin. Baron makes a minor comeback, but Butch counters a chokeslam into a pin and qualifies for money in the bank. I mean, fuck yeah, Butch, that's my boy. But the match was not that great. It was, eh. Baron throws a temper tantrum, blaming Carmelo and Trick for the loss. Cameron Grimes just randomly shows up backstage and attacks Baron Corbin. Everyone laughs at him, and Baron Corbin absolutely buried yet again. We move on. You guessed it. It's another Money in the Bank qualifier match. This time it is Shotzi versus EO Sky with Bailey. Bailey knocks Shotzi off of the ropes. She bonks her head on the way down. Looks kind of painful. Io hits the Moonsault, pins, and qualifies for Money in the Bank. So now we have two members of Damage Control that are in Money in the Bank. So they're going to have possibly a breakup situation going on there that would be kind of cool and the match was short but pretty sweet not bad Uh, could be a good fit here I mean Shotzi versus Io I was liking what I saw in the ring right there Shotzi starting to put a little bit more consistent performances together so I wouldn't mind seeing her fight Io again now we got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn backstage. They're regrouping backstage, talking it out, and then they get disrupt- disrupted by Pretty Deadly. They call them gross, and they want a title match. Then, basically, the entire tag team division arrive. They all loudly demanding title shots, and then Kevin Owens has an absolute fucking meltdown. So freaking funny, <laughs> so good. Adam Pearce calmly announces there will be a number one contender's Tag Team Gauntlet next week to figure out who will be fighting for the Tag Team Championships. This was a very funny segment. Thumbs up. It is main event time. It is United States Championship Austin Theory defending against Jay Uso. The referee accidentally gets knocked down. Jay hits a splash, but the referee is out cold. He can't make the count. So outcome pretty deadly. They attack Jay Uso. Jimmy Uso comes out to save his brother. Solo comes out now. He blindsides Jimmy. Jimmy with a super kick. It misses though. It hits his brother, Jay. Whoopsie daisy. Austin Theory swoops in, pins, and retains his championship. Uh, Yeah, I mean, my goodness. There was a lot of moving parts going on right now. You got pretty deadly showing up. Uso and brother-on-brother violence. It was crazy. Match overall, I don't know, it was decent, I guess. A very cheeky victory for Theory. They've been doing a pretty decent job, you know, getting these creative ways for Theory to kind of cheat or luck his way into victories. It's okay, I would like for him to get a few clean victories every now and again. Uh, lots of drama added to the Bloodline storyline as as expected. And Jimmy doesn't answer Paul Heyman. They just end the show. He's like, what, what's your answer? And, and they don't give it. So that's probably going to go on for a couple weeks before we get any sort of answers. And that's the end of the show. Pretty decent SmackDown. I mean, Mustafa Ali is on fire right now. He's really on, like, the best role I think he's been on for me in a long time. The LWO continue to roll. They're just very very hot lots of drama around jay's decision i'm curious to see how many weeks it's going to take before we get an answer probably not until a pay-per-view or something like that Uh, the show was pretty decent overall five and a half out of ten all right now it is time for the three stars of the week pretty pretty beefy three stars of the week nothing overly crazy crazy but some pretty good matches here start out with a couple of shout outs want to shout out Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Chance and Carter on Raw. That was very unexpectedly quite good. I was very impressed with the performance from Chance and Carter. Good debut match for them on the main roster. And really solid performance from Ronda Rousey and Shayna. Selling good, making their opponents look good, but also picking up the victory. Thought it was well done. Good match. want to shout out Gunther versus Kevin Owens also on Raw. Just, I mean, goddamn, it's just, how can that be a bad match? It's Gunther, Kevin Owens, hard-hitting, really solid, good shit right there. Now, for the official three stars of the week, third star goes to... It is the BCC versus Best Friends and Romero on Dynamite. Good, really good trios match. Don't get to see a lot of Romero. I thought he was good out there. And, of course, your classic Blackpool Combat Club. Very stiff. Very stiff lots of good hard strikes some big spots out there especially the big dive into the european uppercut that was pretty badass really enjoyed that match good enough for third star this week second star goes to it is mustafa ali versus escobar on smackdown qualifier match and yeah that shit was bangage as as expected mustafa ali selling his soul out there and i really like the idea of escobar in the money in the bank that's going to be awesome Crowd should be really, really fired up for them. LWO is on fire, and if Rey Mysterio just stands around, they're going to love it. And the first star of the week is going to the Texas Tornado Tag on Dynamite. It was Jungle Hook, Jungle Boy, and Hook versus Vance and Andralistico. That was just a really fun, entertaining brawl of a match. I mean, I rarely get to see Texas Tornado tags where there's no rules. It's just a free-for-all, go crazy, no tags. And yeah, Vance was busted open really bad, so you got the blood. Really, really good match. I highly enjoyed that one. That was my favorite match this week. Good enough for the first star overall. And that is the show this week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that, make sure you're letting everybody know how much you enjoyed it, especially me. And you can send in questions for the podcast. If you have any questions related to wrestling, video games, or hockey? You can send it into Twitter, email addresses, YouTube, anything like that. All the links are down in the description below. And it is the weekend, everybody. Thank you. Fuck, it's the weekend. We made it. It's it's summertime, so get out there, enjoy yourselves, get some sun, have some good times, watch some wrestling, play some video games, maybe partake in some Stanley Cup finals. Why not? There's some there's some of that tonight, so that's probably what I'm going to be doing. So enjoy yourselves, everybody. I don't know what the GamerCast is going to be. I might be skipping it this week just to try and give myself a break. Uh, I haven't really decided what I'm doing with that one just yet, but if there is one on Monday, so be it. If there isn't, my bad. So enjoy your weekend, everybody. We will be back again again soon.